Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. Help for us Christian misfits. And the term misfits just simply means sometimes you feel like you just don't belong. Does that describe you? If so, you are truly welcome here, my friend. Hi, I'm Dr. J. Keith Brown. Just call me Keith. And my mission in life is to help my, quote, fellow misfits heal their hurts and move their mountains. Just a little bit about me. For the last 30 plus years, I've had the pleasure of speaking, teaching, and performing as a comedy magician in my in-person events all over the country. I am also the published author of fiction and nonfiction books. And let me tell you, I've had the pure pleasure of coaching and mentoring hundreds and hundreds of people over the last 30 plus years. And I am proud of all those things, but I have also experienced setbacks. I know what it's like to experience true loss, and I know what it's like to be attacked within the faith. So, I want to help those misfits out there to truly heal those hurts and move those mountains. Now, just a disclaimer, I am not a medical professional, nor am I a licensed therapist. So if you need those two things, please do consult a local professional. Otherwise, grab a coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat. This is Coffee with Keith. Hello, my dear friend. Welcome to this edition of Coffee with Keith, and this is a Bible Talks edition where I just want to share with you a thought or two from Scripture. And today's thought comes from the Gospel of Luke, 13th chapter, verses 31 through 35. This is part of the longer discourse that Jesus had as he's journeying, journeying on his way to Jerusalem. And here we find the Pharisees. It says, verse 31, just at that time, some Pharisees. Remember, Pharisees have been the people that have attacked Jesus. They have questioned Jesus. They have come against Jesus. They have not liked Jesus because they don't like what he's saying. They don't like how it affects them. They don't like how it makes them less powerful, less significant. So the Pharisees typically have not been on the side of Jesus throughout all of his of time on earth. But in this case, we see something that some scholars will argue that comes from a different place. And, and let me explain what I mean by that as I read this. The Pharisees approached Jesus saying to him, go away, leave here, for Herod wants to kill you. Now, some people have said that there may have been some Pharisees that decided that they, you know, sort of like Jesus, or they believed that Jesus was doing some good work, or maybe they had a uh, some thought of uh, wanting Jesus to be okay. And so they were trying to warn Jesus that um, Herod 
would uh, have his head on a platter, so to speak, if he went on to Jerusalem. And, and that very well may be the case. Now, I will tell you that I differ here in my opinion, because I think that this is a case where the Pharisees, who have traditionally and historically been against Jesus, were just looking for another way to attack Jesus, to stop Jesus from his work, stop Jesus from doing that which he is called and supposed to do. And they would stop at nothing to stop Jesus, I think, including drawing in other people or getting other people to do their dirty work. Have you ever known anybody like that? Somebody who'll go and get somebody else to help them do the dirty work against you when you're trying to do good work in the name of God? Um, But I think that's what the Pharisees were doing here. But I love what Jesus says in response to them in verse 32. He says, go and tell that fox. (laughs) He, he calls Herod a fox. So, you know, that's, I think that's pretty cool. And, and I think that there is a, you know, names are significant. The names of God is significant. The name of Jesus is significant. Uh, Emmanuel is the term that is used for Jesus, God with us. Um, this idea of fox is pretty significant, too, because Jesus was acknowledging the cunningness and the trickery and the, and the uh, well, the attacking that Herod was capable of. Um, But he says, go and tell that fox, behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow. And the third day I reach my goal. Nevertheless, I must journey on toward, uh, must journey on today and tomorrow and the next day. For it cannot be that a prophet would perish outside of Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together, just as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you would not have it. Behold, your house is left to your desolate, and I say to you, you will not see me until the time comes, when you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. You know, it's 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 interesting here because in Jesus's ministry, in Jesus's journey on his way to Jerusalem, he has gone through so much. We talked about last time the the temptations that Jesus went through, the the the, the, the turmoil, the testing he had to go through for forty days of not eating, and then um, the temptations with power that was thrust upon him and how he came through with that by quoting the word of God. And here we see that even now as he's approaching Jerusalem, he's being attacked. He's being attacked by the Pharisees to keep him from pursuing that. But the cool thing is here that Jesus is not going to be deterred and he's not going to be distracted. Jesus is not going to let anyone or anything stop him from doing what he's supposed to do. And note today, guys, I think that this is a word for you and me. If we are followers of Jesus, and Jesus has given us something that he wants us to do, he he gives us something he wants us to impact. He wants us to share a message of love and grace and, and encouragement, to gather people together under that umbrella of Jesus's love, Jesus's lordship. Jesus' salvation, Jesus' grace. We want to gather the people together, like Jesus said, under the, under the wings of a, of a mother hen. If we want to do that, and we really want to be good disciples of Christ, and we really do want to make a difference in the world, 
we have to understand that there are going to be people who are going to come against us. There are going to be people that want to distract us and people who want to stop us. I find this to be especially true in my work because although I have worked with people on a lot of different issues about divorce and spiritual trauma, um, one of the things that my heart brings me to And this has been a culmination of life and work for over 30 years. And what I have seen and witnessed and experienced firsthand is the trauma that the church has placed upon people within the LGBTQ plus community. And I know firsthand that those of us who are trying to make a difference in the lives of these people that are hurting and suffering, there are those who try to shut us up. There are those who try to tell us to go away. There are those who try to tell us that we are heretics. There are those who tell us that we're going to burn in the fires of hell for loving, encouraging, and affirming LGBTQ plus people. But you know what? I love Jesus. I love the Bible. I love the universal church. I love the hurting, the marginalized. I love the LGBTQ plus community. And for this guy, this misfit teacher, this guy that's just trying to do his best to follow the example and teachings of Jesus, I'm not going to be stopped. Until my last breath, I'm going to keep doing what God has called me to do. So I ask you, dear friend, what about you? Are you giving up too easily on what God wants you to do? Or are you willing, as Jesus was here, to keep moving despite the distractions, the problems, and even the potential harm that could come into your life and way. Well, just a thought for you today. But the good news is this. Jesus is bigger than all of the junk. Jesus is greater than all of the hatred. Jesus' love and grace is mightier than all of that negative stuff. So praise God. Trust Jesus and lean into him when you truly need it. Until next time, this is Keith Brown. This is Coffee Talks. Remember to heal those hurts, move those mountains, and may God truly bless you. Bye-bye, my friend.